three, two, one, clap, Seth. Hey, come here. Drew. Scarlet. <laughs> Dungeon Master. Welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Nathan. With me this evening, I have Emily. Hello. Justin. Hey, yo. Jordan. Hey. And Nicole. What's up? When do I stop do- saying that we're a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast? Never. Is episode 33 a good time to stop? <laughs> I feel like if you stop now, it's weird. Yeah. It's too long. You've uh, made this cage for yourself. You're right. Die in it. Die in it. Wow. (laughs) That escalated quickly. My loving wife, (laughs) y'all. So yeah, we're a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. At the end of every episode, we name a village idiot. Last week's village idiot was Nicole. I guess, no, Scarlet. It was Scarlet for wanting to tie herself to the mast of the ship and fulfill all of her Lieutenant Dan fantasies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's me yeah so the village idiot has to do the recap nicole what happened last week so we the week before ended with an arrow being struck into the mast of the mayfly and we started out by turning around and looking seeing that there were three copper mantles shooting crossbow bolts at us and trying to attack us so we cast it off and left those fools behind and set sail. And we sailed for like two days and then we got hit by a storm. And that's when I tied myself to the <laughs> Fred and whoever else did it for help me tie myself to the mass of the ship so I could yell at the storm and be Lieutenant Dan. And then we capsized. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got hit by a big wave and we capsized and we all uh, found some planks to hold on to and float in the water and passed out and woke up on a deserted, what we thought was a deserted island. Uh, something bulkhead? Bulk? Bulkner? Bulwark. Bulwark. <laughs> Bulwark Islands off the coast of Ilar's birth. Uh, it used to be part of Ilar's birth, but like nobody really comes here. And so we took a inventory of everything, made sure everyone was okay, and I guess all the cargo and most of the ship washed ashore, and we decided that we could fix the boat, and then we set up some defenses and some, like, shelter on the beach, and then the main party ventured into the jungle to uh, investigate the smoke stacks that we saw and went to the closest one which is like about a mile i think you said right a mile away yes and we found we found uh lizard folk that had made camp right at the base of some ruins and while we were gaining some insight into their party 
So we figured out that they're probably really territorial and hostile, and they have hello weapons. From what we can discern, there's about 20 of them that we can see. There's probably more. And then Safina got a real big architectural uh, artificer heart on for this giant colossi statue. And that's where we left off. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. So that is where we are. Y'all are in the jungle. You see uh, one of the fabled shield colossi in the courtyard, surrounded by ruins and lizard folk. It is the afternoon, and the sun is starting to set. What would you all like to do? I'm going to grab Safina and say, let's go. <laughs> let's go where? To the statue? Or to no, the back camp? to the camp. No. no. Nope, back to the camp for sure. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I turn to Agamir and I say, I ask him, do they have one of those scopes on the ship that I could use to try and get a closer look at this thing? You mean a spyglass? Sure. Periscope? No, a spyglass. Periscope. Those are submarines. <laughs> That's a submarine, you silly. <laughs> we'll check when we get back. Come on. All right, let's go. That's literally what they're called, though, right? Spyglass. I'm not saying that wrong. It's pronounced spiegloss. <laughs> wow. I'm pretty sure, like, now we call it a telescope. Yeah. Yeah, scope. Anywho, you all head back <laughs> to the the makeshift camp that you've made at the Mayfly. The Mayfly home base. And we're keeping the name. So, like, it's still the Mayfly, even though this happened. Yeah. The, I mean, the Mayfly is still on the butt of the ship. I mean, I'm just saying. Here's our chance to change it. If we're if we're fixing the whole thing, we could also just like fix that. This is neither here nor there. This is me in character. This is like legitimately Drew's qualm. <laughs> she does not like it. Well, you're you're talking to no one. She is standing next to the people who are like looking at the boat, trying to decide what to do. She's just letting them know that while we're here, we could also change the name of it. Do you... we could we could right a wrong here. <laughs> a drogon looks at you and says. Do you have the money to pay the fees for a new a new ship's name? I mean there's a there's a process you have to go through. You paid for this name? <laughs> well, you is it like registering with insurance companies and stuff that you have to do? You have to register with the nautical guilds and yeah, you you have to pay for your name and no one else can take that name. It's like an LLC. <laughs> oh, and this one was free? I turn to the people in the crew and I ask, anybody got a spyglass? You hear Yan yell from the top of the, the Mayfly or as high up as they could get. Yeah, I got a spyglass up here. You want it? <laughs> <laughs> Catch! Uh. Ah! <laughs> Dexterity check. Yan throws the spyglass down to you. Make a dexterity check. Great. I crit myself, so I'm going to roll again. That's 16. All right, you manage to uh, catch the spyglass as it hurtles through the air towards you. Awesome. Nice. Nice catch. (laughs) Thank you. While that's all happening, Agamir walks up to Fira and... Ord and Sokoba, anyone that'll hear, and it's just like, all right, so we saw 20 or so lizard folk around that fire just under a mile from here, and I don't really understand. They they were around some kind of big statue. What was the whole thing with that, Saf? Yeah, what was up with that, Saf? Yeah, that's called the... 
what was it called nate a shield colossi yeah that's called the shield colossi and it is one of the fabled artificer constructs so saft says everything that she knows about the shield colossi basically these were supposed to be magnificent structures that ancient artificers made in order to protect Alari from a past evil. So they had to, it was tons of teams of artificers and wizards and craftsmen that were making these shield colossi. They ranged anywhere from like 15 feet all the way up to a few hundred feet tall. And their main goal was to basically shield or protect Alari from a great darkness. But, you know, a few hundred foot tall machine or construct, you'd think that some part of it would stick around. So everyone's kind of just assumed that it was more of a metaphor or an allegory for some other thing. And they weren't really big constructs. Mm -hmm. But according to what you just saw, that might not be the case. So to everything that Safina just relayed to the party, Egmer just goes, yeah, that. So, I don't know. They had a lot of weapons. Um, (laughs) That's there, too. (laughs) I'm like, no one started a fire yet, right? No, no one has started a fire. Yes, I don't. (laughs) So, we probably, you know, I, I... Spread the word around camp. I'm like, we need to... No no fires tonight. Sorry, dinner's going to be cold. <laughs> I worked so hard today, though, says Jeff the dwarf. God, Jeff. <laughs> I want a hot meal on my belly. On my tum-tum. Is there any beer that survived? Any beer? Yeah, is there any beer that survived the wreck? There is a keg of ale that managed to survive. I point at the keg and I go, cold food, but beer. You're right. Nice. Sweet. So, now that you know uh, what's just about a mile away from you, do you want to set a watch, shore up defenses? What do you all want to do before night falls? Yeah, I feel like we should take it in pairs, at least. Yeah, I'd say. And I want to set up my alarm. You have an alarm? How do you have an alarm? We talked about this. We went over this last episode. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant like an act. No, I didn't mean that alarm. I thought you meant like an actual alarm. Oh, like to wake you up. Yeah. <laughs> like in four <laughs> hours like when it's your turn. confused. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oscar. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Showing up defenses and establishing a watch. Sounds like a good idea. Who, who wants to, who should be the pairs? I put my finger to my nose. Not it. (laughs) Jim and I'll take the first watch. And by Jim, she means Fred with two D's. (laughs) (laughs) I've told you so many times, Drew. My name is Fred with two D's. Okay. Fred did did. Fred did. No, just Fred. (laughs) Fred did. I'll take, uh, what's his name? The the weird goblin guy. He's funny. Yan. Yan. He's he seems he seems like a a good time. <laughs> I'll pair up with uh or the other half orc. Fira, you mean? <laughs> no. I think I feel like the captain gets to sleep. She gets to sleep. <laughs> I don't know if she's. I think it might be shitty to be like, hey, 
Can you you like have to take a watch. Yeah. Oh, I was going to have, uh, I was going to see if Fira wanted to stay up with me so that we could have girl talk and try and get to the bottom of Agamir and Fira. <laughs> you want to get the tea? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he needs the tea. <laughs> he needs the tea. I don't know what that is. You Justin can doesn't ask understand her. That. Oh, doesn't it's understand the, that. the story, the background, the tea. The tea. Come on, Grandpa. <laughs> Pay attention. You know, when someone's like, they want to give you the details, but with tea, it's you want the tea tails, so it's the tea. Okay, so anyway, yeah, he, he wants the tea from Fira, but yeah. let's, let's, let's let Fira sleep. I mean, you could ask her if she wants to take a watch with you instead of sleeping. You have to convince her, though. Use that charisma. Hey, Fury, you want to take a watch with me? Uh, kind of tired, Saf. I mean, I'd really like to get some some sleep. We've got a big day tomorrow if Roll we aren't... charisma check. No, let her sleep. If we aren't shanked in the night by lizards. <laughs> no, Drew also wants the tea. <laughs> Roll a charisma check. I mean, let's. I'm not going to lie. I want the tea too, but... Can I do a persuasion charisma? A charismatic persuasion? And charismatic persuasion. And that's not going to work. That's a four. <laughs> that's a four. Yeah, that does not work. <laughs> she looks at you and it's like, um, I'm just so bushed, Saf. It's it's really not the, a good time. Maybe some other time. Saf's like, come on, let's, uh, we could stay up and girl talk. And she like awkwardly winks. <laughs> Fear's like, no, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I do that awkward wink-blink thing that I've done in the past. <laughs> nice. Uh, so unfortunately, that does not work. Womp womp. Oh, well. Next time. Who do you want as your partner, then? Um, Who's left? The remaining people that have dark vision would would be um, Lingda the gnome, um, Ivada the elf, Sane the deep elf. Ooh, you could always pick one of uh, their old crew members and ask them questions. <laughs> Get the tea from someone, from like a third party. Ooh, third party tea is good tea. It is good tea. <laughs> Which one seems cooler among the gnome, the elf, and the deep elf? There's also Hanso, the half elf. Or the half elf. Sane definitely feels like the coolest of the group. Which one is which one is Zane? He's the Zane he is the deep elf. She of course he she's is. the deep elf. She's, she, oh, she's the that's deep. even better. She's got like that Skrillex haircut. <laughs> Perfect person to get the tea from. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sane it is. Doom psyched. All right. Insane in the membrane. This is gonna be the hot gossip episode. And <laughs> you're like, oh god, oh god, I have to come up with the background. All right, hold on a second. You all are on like this weird mystery island with like abandoned Ilar's Berthian ruins, weird lizard cult, and, yeah. and the only thing that you care is about <laughs> is what happened with Agamir and Fira. Listen, if we die tomorrow, we're not, we need to know. I need the Agira tea. Right now. Now. Faust <laughs> Gar and I like we're like on the same page there. Like it was just like, no, we, we but we need the tea though. We we don't have much to live for at the moment. This yeah. is giving us life. <laughs> what else do we have to look forward to? Dying? 
<laughs> that makes me feel really good about my DMing. <laughs> no. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. They're taking this the wrong way. We need the spicy tea. <laughs> spicy tea. I feel like it's something that Nate and I would need to agree on. Yeah, it is. So. I was like, maybe we should take five minutes. No, we're not going to take five. We're going to go. We're going to go for it. Oh, you guys are going to improv your way through this? <laughs> Can't wait. I'm in. I improv my way through so much I'm of so this in. podcast. All right, Jordan, prepare to find out what happened. Who's who's taking the first watch? I will. And who are you with? Fred? No. I'm with Fred, Jim. Oh, you're with Yan. All right, so Yan's up in the at the top of the ship and uh, Scar's down at the bottom, or do you want to be up at the top with Yan? No, I feel like we got this good thing going where he's got the high ground, I got the low ground. Okay, cool. So you're just going to yell at each other? No. Well, if if someone's coming, he'll be able to see it better than I will, and then he can yell down, and then everyone will wake up. That's kind of the point of a watch. Before we get into this, Saf, where exactly did you set your alarm? So we have the spike traps set up, I'm assuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put my alarm in a 20-foot radius at the entrance of the spike traps. Okay, cool. Thank you. So, Scar, please roll me a perception check for your watch. Got it. And it's, it, there are two options for the alarm, too. It's an inaudible alarm that only I hear and an audible alarm that goes off and everyone hears. So I'm going to do the audible alarm. Sounds good. That would be a 19. Okay, your watch passes... With no, uh, no, nothing special. Boring. I I know. Watch is sometimes boring, but it's better boring than dying. I'm a woman of action, okay? I'm just saying. Then why didn't you run into the lizard folk camp? I wanted to, but I felt like I was going to get yelled at, so. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> I know. Okay, who's next? Was that four hours? No, that was like two hours. You don't need... Oh, okay. So then Drew should go third. Yeah, so it should be Justin. Yeah. There's so many of you guys. Get the TCF. Well, I'm going to ask about the T, so... Yeah, let's well, be <laughs> Saf next. Okay. Saf and Sane. Saf and Zane. You're taking watch now. Oh, my God. Hey, Sane. How's it going? <laughs> Guess as good as it could be, you know? Trapped on a deserted island. It's great. You ever been in a shipwreck before? Oh, dozens. I mean, not my fault, obviously. On deserted islands? I mean, sometimes. Well, what'd you do to survive? You know, you you do what you have to. You kill small animals and eat them or fish and find your fresh water and, you know, just wait for a rescue ship. You are terrible at getting the tea. Are you going to murder her? (laughs) So I'm starting the conversation off and everything. So Fear seems like a great captain, though. Yeah, she's she's pretty great. You know, I I like being on her ship. The Mayfly is a great ship. Is it now? Well, yeah, it's it's great. Ever since I, you know, joined on about two years ago. I mean, it's just been, you know, a dream. So you've been on for only two years? Yeah. Oh no, does that mean that they don't know the team? Yeah, probably Oh not. my god, he did that on purpose. I will still ask if he knows. Maybe he heard. Yeah, so I'm gonna Sheep. I'm gonna Sheep. nudge Sheep. I'm gonna yeah. nudge Sane 
And I'm gonna go. So what's this about fear and Agamir? Any any hot goss? Wow, I love it. Real blunt about I it. I love it. <laughs> and I'm gonna roll a persuasion, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay. Any, any hot, hot goss? Yes, they're just replaying it. <laughs> hot gas sounds like some sort of weird alchemical potion. It does. <laughs> Got a sixteen. Uh, I mean, it seems like there's something there, doesn't it? I mean, I don't know the captain all that well. I mean, we've only been together for about. I mean, I guess you know, two years on the on the open sea is more time than most would spend. But I mean, we don't really talk about our our personal lives too much. I mean, more it's like... What else do you talk about? Well, I mean... I'm not there. (laughs) I know you're not. You play I Spy, and then it's always something blue. (laughs) Drew erupts out of the sand. (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) I mean, it's a lot of uh, playing three dragon ante and wizard's chess, and I like to read. So, uh, no stories? She doesn't talk about uh, the old days at all? No, not too much. She kind of looks towards the future. And she's got her, her eyes set on the horizon, you know? I like that about Fira. Is that some, like, nautical puns there? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so what about you? What's your life story? What's your deal? Sane gets into her life story with Saf. And, uh, Saf, roll me your perception for the watch. With disadvantage, please. Oh, Yeah, because they're talking. That's valid. Not paying attention. Oh, 14, though. That's not terrible. It's not too bad. Could be worse. An hour or so into Sane telling you her, her life story, you hear a rustling from the tree line. Uh-huh. I whip out my dagger. Daggers. Okay. You look toward the tree line and you don't see anything. How dark is it? Do I need dark vision? Because I don't have dark vision. It is dark, dark. So Sane looks out and she says, did you hear that? I heard it. Do you see it? I I don't see anything out there. It's probably just a a bird or something. Mm -hmm. Or a rodent. Maybe a raccoon. Um, can I roll something to kind of determine how big the Russell was? Sure. Roll me a an intelligence or investigation. Thirteen. It sounded like it was bigger than a bird or a rodent or a raccoon. Okay. And no alarm has gone off. No alarm has gone off. It was at the tree line. The tree line's like a couple hundred feet away from the where the alarm is set. Okay. So how big is our enclosure, though? Could Sane walk toward the entrance of our enclosure and get a better look? Or would that be... Is it too close for her to just do that? Uh, where you all are posted up, you're at the best vantage point for seeing over the, the barricade that you've set. Oh, okay. All right. So I guess I... A few moments pass and you don't hear anything else. Okay. I ask Sane to be very diligent 
and we sit in silence for the next little while. Okay. You get to the end of your watch without incident. Okay. My turn. I've had a full rest. Okay. It's Drew and Fred's turn. Do you want to ask Fred anything or do you want to just watch? I turn to him and I kind of like punch him in the arm. I'm like, say Jimbo, how long have you, uh, <laughs> how long have you, uh, been traveling with Vera? It's Fred and. So you've said. It's been about four years now, I guess. That's not long enough, is it? I'm bad at remembering. Agamir, is that long enough? We would have left the Academy five years ago. Uh-huh, sure. But we've been, we were on the same ship for at least three years. She wound up leaving the Amethyst Wish a year before I did. So is that a yes or no? <laughs> There's overlap. <laughs> okay, so he would have. Okay, okay. Okay, chill. So I'm going to say that Drew remembers that. <laughs> and it's kind of like, okay... So you were around when uh, Fira and Agamir were like, and she she looks at him and kind of like raises her eyebrows, like you know, when they were a thing, because clearly shipmates is that what they're calling it these days? <laughs> <laughs> is that a euphemism? I mean, I tried to make co-shippers a thing for a while, but that just never worked out. Mm. That's fair. So I guess sh- shipmates would be... They were clearly together for a time. Are you telling me you don't remember anything about that? What do you What do you mean they were together? Oh my god. Why did I get the stupid one? It's the one you picked. <sighs> like together, romantically, dating. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's a... Uh, that's, that's a... Wow. That's wow. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, wow. That's a big accusation there. I tell you what now. That's a big (laughs) accusation. I don't see why. I never saw anything like that. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, if there there was anything there, it was not above board because they've been nothing but professional. Drew uh, looks very skeptical about that and, like, sits down. That's it. She's like, "Uh uh-huh. I mean, I know that they're friends and like they they fight over stuff because they're like rivals or whatever, but I don't know if there's anything touchy-feely there. Mm-hmm. She's still looking out towards the forest because clearly he's not going to give me any more information. Anywho, roll me a perception check for your watch. Yeah. Can I ask her to do that with advantage because I told her about the bush rustling? Uh, I'll give her a plus two. Hey. Okay. Uh, so with the plus two, it's an 18. Okay. Your watch passes with no incident. Yeah. All right. And last but not least, Agamir. And... Er. Er. <laughs> like who? Yep. Ag and Er. Do you want to ask Er anything or do you just want to watch? Um, yeah. I just share rations with him and just watch. <laughs> okay. Roll me a perception for your watch. Alrighty. Let's see. You're starting to see the first light of dawn, but dawn has not broke yet. Okay. My perception is nine total. All right. You all are 
eating your rations and watching the, the tree line and you don't see anything. Okay. Cool. Riveting. I know, right? <laughs> Day breaks. You all are still here. The perimeter is still set. The alarm has not gone off. Jeff the dwarf is ready to pick up his axe and go back to chopping trees. <laughs> what would you all like to do? I check in with Fira and ask how many more days you think until we've got this this boat repaired. Uh, uh, that'll depend on how quickly Jeff can cut the trees down. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She's my kind of girl. We only have one axe and this is as fast as I can go. <laughs> Boom. See? Lovely. He swings the axe into the tree and starts dragging it over to where the other crew members are, breaking it up into boards so that they can uh, repair the hull of the ship. But if I had to guess, it would be a day or two, maybe three, depending. If we find any leaks or any, you know, the, my biggest concern is really getting either the motor to work or get a mast on the ship. So, but as you can see, she gestures around. There are no sails. How the hell do we do that? Saf has to fix the motor. 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 Okay, I fixed the motor, and do I need to have my sewing skills out? I fixed the motor. (laughs) (laughs) No roll. I fixed it. No roll, no materials. I do it. (laughs) (laughs) If going to hit car, don't. (laughs) Oh, sorry. If going to hit something, don't. How do we make sales? We don't have any <laughs> fabrics. That's the word I was looking for. We don't have Canvas. any fabric. Canvas, yeah. Well, it looks like y'all are going to have to get creative. Do we need sails and a motor? I thought we only needed the one or the other. One or the other. So why doesn't Safina fix the motor? Safina has not looked at the motor yet. Then do that and roll it. <laughs> I look at the motor and I fix it. No, it's not how it works. It's a game. Roll me, roll me an intelligence check on what's going on with the motor. And you should have intelligence or intelligence advantage. You should have intelligence. <laughs> I meant to say advantage. The very least, you would you be have you would be proficient with it. So just add your proficiency bonus. That's what I meant. Okay, that's even better then. Uh, that's a twenty-five. Okay, this is your first time looking at a motor. Remember, this is a prototype, so there's a lot of uh, technology in here that you haven't seen before, but you're getting the gist of it. It looks like it's mostly intact. However, there is a focusing crystal that is missing from the central structure of the motor itself. You can see where it should be housed, but there is nothing there. It looks like it was dislodged and fell into the sea. And let me take a miscellaneous guess here. There's a focusing crystal in that construct that we saw. The shield colossi. You have not seen how that thing works to determine whether or not that it has one. Could it be... 
You know that you could probably fabricate a focusing crystal if you had the right raw material. I wonder where we'll find that. Which raw material is what I need? Well, considering it's a focusing crystal, you'd need a gem of considerable size. Mm -hmm. Or something with low reflection, high refraction. We're talking about science stuff, and I don't know about any. So low reflection, high refraction, the spyglass does have glass and a magnifying thing. I mean it has lenses in there but the um the, the size of the crystal itself is fairly large the motor itself is it's like you can crawl into it as a halfling so it's a good five feet in diameter I mean it's a tight squeeze but you can get yourself in there once you're inside it's pretty cozy and you see the housing it, it is you need a, a focusing crystal about the size of a mango or so Oh, boy. And the lenses of the spyglass are far too small. Okay. So, uh, my idea is that I've got to take a closer look at that shield colossi. I agree. And I think the way to do that is not going to be bursting into the camp. Scar, I look directly at her. Yeah. But I think maybe we should sneaky there. Sneaky, I didn't sneak. say burst in. I said maybe we could approach. We can approach with gifts. Maybe That's fish. How, yeah. Fresh caught fish. One pound fish. One pound fish. Come on, ladies. Come on, ladies. <laughs> if, we, if we go with offerings, though, while they're awake, they're not going to let me close to their deity, what they think is a deity. Not if you can get it working. But they're not going to let me close enough to it. I'm pretty sure they probably. just think he's a witch. Yeah. Who's stealing their, like, god. <laughs> we can bring the dragonborn with us and see if he can translate and get a feel for that. And then um, if it turns into combat, you know. Wait, then thought... we're fucked, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let's take, um, take our dragonborn friend with us to translate. But I think it might be something like we sneak in at night so Seth can actually look at it. Or, like, we could create a distraction while Seth sneaks and looks at it. I nudge Agamir and I think, I say, I think we should be sneaky. Let's get them drunk on the rest of this ale. <laughs> is there any more ale? You go and check the, uh, the keg of ale and it is empty. Damn, Damn it, Jeff! Jeff! <laughs> <laughs> but why is the rum gone? <laughs> why is the rum always gone? Okay, uh, yeah, so let's, I guess, get a basket together of some sort a gift basket a gift basket and go introduce ourselves to our uh, temporary neighbors asking for a cup of sugar slash crystal it's we're just being friendly mm -hmm. it's just the neighborly thing to do yep if i may check my intelligence a little bit if i could get 10 feet away from this without incident the Colossus, that is. Would I be able to work out its mechanics without actually getting in there? Because you are unaware of the technology, you would have to visually see it in order to understand it. Okay. So we can get close, talk to them, give them fish. If we find that there's a gem, we can come back in the night and stab them all. Oh boy. Sounds great. <laughs> That's What's your alignment? <laughs> Undecided. 
so you all are about to head into the camp to give your offerings of fish with a basket of no fish. <laughs> Did we make Wait. spears to go fishing? We have to get fish. There's an ocean right there. There's a whole ass ocean. Okay, everyone roll me a survival check. For this one, the DC is going to be 14. I got a 17. 17. 17. Oh my god, we all have 17. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, um, four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the sailor can't go fishing. So Agamir, Agamir gets no fish. But uh, Drew and Saf and Scar managed to get three fish apiece. Got it. So we have nine fish. Nine fish. We have nine fish in a basket to take to the lizard folk. Yeah, let's go elbow and elbow. Just skip through the forest. The basket of fish. And we're going to take the dragonborn with us. Mm-hmm. Adragon. Okay, so you're going through the forest to meet the lizard folk? Yes, we are. Okay. You step into the forest. What is everyone's passive perception? 14. 11. 10. 13. Ha I am the most perceptive. I really am annoyed by that because I feel like a cop would be more perceptive. Listen, I've been on the run my whole life. What are you doing? Put that down. I know. That's what I'm saying. And like, I trained (laughs) in being a perceptive person. I feel like it should be higher, but it's not. And it's annoying. So you all step into the forest and none of you noticed that there were lizard folk behind the trees. What? And you are being held at bone sword point. Bone sword point. Who's holding the basket? You, because you're the cutest and the least, like, the least, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Threatening. Uh, yes, that's it. Okay, I, I take the basket, I hold it up a little bit, and I give a big smile. Where's the dragonborn? Yeah, he's with, he's us, with right? you. Okay. All right. I, I nudge him, and I'm like, tell him we, tell them we come in peace. <laughs> he says in Draconic, we come in peace. They say something in Draconic back to him. He says to you, Um, there can be no peace on this island? They say. That's fucking exciting. That's all I needed to hear. But we have a gift. He says to them, we have this gift of fish for you. And they say something to him in Draconic back. And they say, he relays the message to you and he says you insult us with this paltry gift of fish do you not think we can fend for ourselves <laughs> oh god they That's say funny. something else and Adragon says to you uh, they are taking us prisoner okay no we're just past the tree line right yeah all right can I yell for backup you're you you, you can it's only a few hundred feet away. How many of them are there? There are eight of them there. Fuck, that's a lot. <laughs> We're five, though. That's not that bad, right? I like those odds. Don't ever tell me the odds. Oh, damn it, you beat me. I'm, I'm like one step away from throwing the basket in one of their faces and whipping out my dagger and just stabbing them. Okay, no, but like legitimately, Drew's about to like- We're not being prisoner. No. Wow, you totally sound like me right now. That's great. I love it. 
keep going. <laughs> How close is, is there anyone close enough that I can grab them, like their hand or any part of them? Yeah, they, I mean, they've got you at sword point. So can I quickly touch one of them? Is that a thing I can do? You can certainly try. Yeah, when jo- when when Safina throws the basket at them and stabs, then that'll give you a chance because they'll probably lower the sword to look at what just happened, and then you can grab. Or she could just grab one of them, inflict wounds, and then the other ones go. Oh! That's true. Like I swear, if I melt one of them, maybe they'll start worshiping me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. Golden lady. Oh wait, you're not golden anymore. <laughs> not anymore. I'm. Oh shit. What, what color am I Could've now? Totally. You're red. It could have totally been a, a C-3PO thing okay. going on. It was sort of been great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wine colored no, like, lady. <laughs> yeah, like deep wine color. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's do that. What are you doing, Safina? Well, I'm not going to. I'm just going to let you do the inflict ones. Nah, throw the basket. That would have been hilarious. Um, okay, so I'm going to try to grab one of them. Do I need to roll like a dexterity and then my attack or just the attack? Roll an attack. A melee spell attack. I need to make a melee spell attack against a creature I can reach. So, 21. You grab one of the lizard folk by the arm and twist the blade away from your neck. Okay, now can I inflict wounds? Yes, you may inflict your wounds. Okay. So that's going to be 6... Plus five, plus ten. Twenty-one. Twenty-one damage. Okay. You cast Inflict Wounds on this lizard folk, and it... Basically, its arm falls off, and it lets out a ungodly hiss, scream, screech thing. <laughs> Still somehow alive, <laughs> but it's missing an arm. Everyone roll for initiative, please. Dope. All right. Great. As soon as she did that, I also, I like yelled back. I like bellowed down the beach and I'm just like, we're under attack. 14. Eight. 15. I crit myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's always my favorite when it happens in combat because like I hate going last. So all this bonus initiative for not. Yeah, it's funny that. The last time we did combat, you also crit yourself for initiative. Did I seriously? Yeah. Yeah. God. So that means that these lizard folk are actually going to go before you all because y'all didn't do so hot. Well, I got a quick attack or whatever that is. Sneak attack. Yeah. The one that you attacked is going to try and claw at you. Because the arm that was holding the sword now no longer has a sword. Mm-hmm. Or an arm. That's going to be a 14 to hit. It meets, it beats. Okay. So does that mean I can do a reaction? Yeah, if you have a reaction that says when you are hit. It doesn't say when I am hit, but it does say it's a reaction. What is the trigger for the reaction? doesn't say. Time, one reaction is all it says. Duration is instantaneous. It's hellish rebuke. Yeah, it's when you're hit. Yeah, so I can use this, right? Yeah, you didn't tell me what you were trying to do first, though. Hellish rebuke. Well, the damage has to land first, right? Yes. How much damage? 
You get hit for three damage. Oh, so many. Okay. My Hellish Rebuke is you point your finger and the creature that... Oh, it does. The creature that damaged you is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. The creature must make a dexterity saving throw. It takes 2d10 fire damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. What is your spell save, DC? 12. Okay. It succeeds, so it takes half damage. 17, whatever half of 17 is. Okay, what does it look like when you incinerate this poor lizard folk? <laughs> Dope. It's it's the same one I snatched his arm off, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Keep in mind that these are humanoids. Yeah. And? Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> I said it like that because you're a necromancer, and if you destroy the body, you can't raise the body. I don't want to raise this body. There's like seven more. I'm trying to fuck this one up real bad so the rest of them will leave us alone. Okay, so the I snatch, I grab the lizard folk's arm, snatch it off. He, I guess, tries to attack me, and then I point at him, and as I point at him, these, like, uh, dark black, inky black, almost purple flames kind of surround him, and he uh, burns to death. That's it. Cool. Then they're gonna go away. <laughs> There is a charred spot where the lizard folk used to be. The other lizard folk, uh, yeah, what they're going to do is they're going to do exactly the C-3PO thing. They uh, drop their weapons yes. and uh, yeah. bow down to Drew. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you. They're chanting and... Adragon says, they're calling you a dragon lady? Dope. I'm into it. That's... You're not a, you're not a dragon lady, right? Um, I am now. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like I've got the darker, like, I've got the plum skin. Like, I kind of look like a dragon. I'm into it. Yeah. I'll be a dragon. I kind of, like, nudge him and I'm like, yeah. St- staring straight into Adragon's eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who looks like a dragon <laughs> great um i look at adragon i look at him and i'm like um tell them to take me to my new palace <laughs> excuse me tell them to take me to my new palace uh, 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 i am the dragon lady and i would like to see their offerings to me he says something in Draconic to the lizard folk, and they um, they pick you up. In a good way. <laughs> in like a hip hip hooray, this is our new queen. Huzzah! <laughs> I look back at the party and I'm like, are you coming? Yes, queen. <laughs> they start walking to the ruins that Joke. you all saw before. That was like the best use of that phrase, by the way. I <laughs> yes, think, queen. yes, queen. That's what Safina's just screaming as we're walking away. <laughs> yep. I feel like this is a pretty good distraction for Safina to be able to inspect the things. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So I feel like we play along with this and let her inspect the things and we just play along till we can get out of here. Yeah, I'm down. So they take you to the ruins. At this point, the rest of the, the crew runs up to the tree's edge and are like, what's going on? Are you all... What You said you were under attack. Yeah, about that. So <laughs> Where's we were... Drew? I just whisper, false alarm. 
<laughs> Play it cool, guys. Keep working on the ship. We'll be back. <laughs> I can go back to chopping trees now, says Jeff the dwarf. Yes, you can. Just chop at the speed of light, man. Chop away. The four of you and Adragon go with the lizard folk to the the ruins. They set you down in front of the statue, Drew. And they start bringing food and baskets of bones and all the things that lizard folk like to collect. And they set them all at your feet. Mm-hmm. What, what do you do with them? I pick up certain ones and I, I cast uh, the cantrip light on them. So it makes them like glow and shit. So it looks like I'm like infusing energy into them. This is totally like when Luke used the force. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm like using my cantrips to like make it look like I'm magical, basically. She has thaumaturgy too. She can just like make random sounds and like I don't have thaumaturgy. Oh, I thought you said you did. No, I thought I did. All right, well then I'll be your Luke and I'll use thaumaturgy to make it sound like you. Nice. That's hilarious. All the lizard folk that weren't there come out of their homes in the ruins, and there's a good two or three dozen of these guys, all just bowing down at Drew as she is. (laughs) This isn't going to give her a big head or anything. No, Drew is totally not changed forever. Um, (laughs) She starts picking up some of the offerings and like tossing them aside like they're not good enough. Like anything like a red delicious apple. Fuck that. Like, (laughs) I don't need your grainy bullshit. Like, I'm getting rid of the gross ones. The carnation flowers. I don't care about that. Um. Uh, You see (laughs) two lizard folk get taken by some of the other lizard folk. Oh, no. Cool. I have lots of power. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. We were going to kill them. You is this really a big deal? But now you're each their other? deity and you want them dying? Well, no, if they kill each other, that's less for us to kill later. <laughs> I, don't I feel like see we don't have to kill them now deal. because they love you. For now? What happens when they <laughs> when they decide I'm not Dragon Lady? What are everyone's languages? Okay, I have a question about that. Common and infernal. Common and halfling. I speak common Elvish, and then I wrote DL1 and DL2 down. And I have a feeling those were placeholders, and I never picked two other languages. Dead language one and dead language two. They were ones that you picked up from the books in the catacombs. That's right. Okay. That's right. Cool. So I know some dead languages. (laughs) I speak common orc and thieves can't. Cool. So none of you understand the booming voice that echoes from the very inside of the ruins but it seems like it's coming from all around you and it's in this really guttural horrible speech i nudge algernon and i'm like what is that uh I, did you just call him algernon yeah i did <laughs> i i don't under that's not draconic oh no it's probably like demonic or infernal you don't know this language. You've never heard it before. I you, I wouldn't even catch parts of it knowing two dead two dead languages. No, when I say dead languages, it's like old common. Like you know how we've got old English and like Middle English. It's like man, Drew's just a nerd. Yeah, it's like old common and like Latin. Yeah. Ah, fuck. 
But that's what I think. Well, you can infer things with knowing Latin. Is it infernal? It is not. None of you recognize it. And out from the deepest recesses of the um, uh, of the ruins, you see a massive lizard folk walk towards you. It's the beefiest looking lizard folk you've seen. It stands a good two feet higher than all the other lizard folk, <laughs> and they're medium. They're medium sized. Okay. So they're you know five to six feet tall, but this one's like eight feet tall. Drew draws herself up so she's super tall. She's like she she's standing very confidently. It looks like the lizard folk are torn. All of the other ones that are not the big guy. They look both scared and confused. Some of them look up at Adragon and they say something to him in Draconic. And Adragon tells you, um, so this is their old god. Joe, can we like hand to hand (laughs) combat? And put us in a ring. <laughs> they're saying that if you're the new god, you have to defeat him in battle. Yes! I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. I thought you'd never ask. Can Safina be like checking out the statue while all this is going on? Yeah, for yeah, sure. I'm definitely. I'm definitely already doing that. You're tiny. Okay. Please do that. Roll me an investigation, please. Drew's about to get her ass just whipped. Oh my god. <laughs> Battle Royale! <laughs> okay, I'm going... Okay, if there's like a pre-moment <laughs> before the fight, I definitely want to talk to Scar and have her uh, use her thaumaturgy to make my voice like really booming, because I think you can do it to other people too. And to make like the ground tremble and stuff while I'm like being like fighting. While I do my moves like... She's going to use the force on you. Yeah, well, I'm doing my normal, like, magic stuff, which is already intimidating. Like, if she could make the ground shake and make the sky rumble or what the yeah, fuck ever. You manifest, make it look like I have godly You manifest powers. a minor wonder, a sign of supernatural power within range. You create one of the following magical effects within range. Your voice booms up to three times as loud. You cause flames to flicker, brighten, dim, or change color. Harmless tremors in the ground, instantaneous sound that originates from a point of your choice within range, such as a rumble of thunder, the cry of a raven, an ominous whisper, instantaneously cause unlocked doors or windows to fly open and slam shut, alter the appearance of your eyes. And I can do multiples of those. So yeah, I can point, I can like make you the one that the the sound comes out of. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when I'm doing whatever attack, if there could be also, like, a super fucking loud noise and the ground trumpets, like, so it's, like, yeah, more intimidating. (laughs) Okay. Dope, dope. Safina's gonna be squirreling around inside a robot. (laughs) (laughs) Battle Royale! Agamir is not magic, so here's where here, here we are. <laughs> I'm just here to watch. I'm just here for. I'm He's just, taking bets. Just here for the fight. <laughs> He's got the popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Eating popcorn, looking around. This turned out way different than I thought it would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, today is not going how I thought it was going to. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I rolled a natural twenty. Oh, dope. Okay, so you get up to this thing and you see that this is actually like ingeniously crafted. 
Like it looks ancient, but it looks it's super user friendly. It's nothing like Windows 8. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. It is the opposite of Windows 8. Yeah. So you open up the panel and you look inside and you are amazed at what you find. If this is supposed to be some sort of ancient structure, it is insane how detailed and intricate everything is inside. The most exciting thing that you find is that it is still operational. <gasps> and that's where we're going to end. Ah, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh my we God. the battle royale. Thank you all so much for listening to the Village Idiots podcast. I hope you had a great time listening. I had a great time DMing, and I hope my players had a great time playing. This week's Village Idiot is... It's it's going to be a split camp with who agrees with me and who doesn't. But the village idiot is going to be Drew. What? For having the audacity to say that she is a deity. <laughs> Excuse you. I feel like that was it was perfect D&D role playing. Uh, you have lost your mind. How else oh, were we supposed to get out of that situation? I thought that was creative and good. That's good D&D yeah. playing. No, that was great D&D playing, and it was creative. It's also very stupid. So you are the village idiot. You're very stupid. So, Nicole, if anyone hears the domestic disturbance in our household tonight, where can they reach out on social media to tell us to quiet down? (laughs) That's fucked up. Uh, Yeah, we got a Twitter. It's uh, at Village Idiot Pod. If you want to talk to any of us personally, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at jroma20. You can find me at Neurotic Good. You may find me at Village Idiots DM. And you can't find me because I'll be too busy eating popcorn. Watching a battle royale. (laughs) Watching things unfold. We also have a website, villageidiotspodcast.com. Ton of cool stuff up there, like art and fun facts and Village Idiots Tally, and a link to our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, want to hear more from your favorite idiots? Well, you're in luck because we've officially launched our Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to some DM insights with Nathan and Behind the Screens, listen to Nicole and I BS and What's What with Dilly and Dally, and even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Lanamora. If a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. If you enjoyed the show, tell your friends about us. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so stay tuned. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in and leaving those reviews and saying nice things about us. It makes us feel great, but not as great as Drew does being a deity. Let's see what happens next week on the Village Idiots Podcast. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.